Hola, hola. Welcome to the Breakthrough Brand Show. I'm Fabi Paolini, and my mission on this podcast is to give you behind-the-scenes stories, anecdotes, and unique perspectives behind building a premium brand that makes a real impact. I believe that when you create a message that is aligned with your truth, you can have the breakthroughs that changes lives. Each week, me and my guests share with you how we're making an impact with our message and the stories behind our success. So that being said, let's dive into today's episode. Well, I am so excited today to welcome Daniel Levy, who is a sought-after business coach who helps six- and seven-figure business owners expand with clarity and efficiency. She's also the founder and the CEO of The Boardroom League, and I'm really excited to have her here today. Welcome, Daniel. So excited to have you here. Thank you so much for having me here. I'm just thrilled. Yeah, me too. Well, tell me in your own words a little bit about what it is that you do. Sure. I work with CEOs in six and seven figure businesses, and I help them to um, get unstuck from being the chief everything officer and really move into that role of chief executive officer. Oh, I love that. I know that we can definitely all relate to that. Um, Can you tell me a little bit about your story of how you became an entrepreneur and what kind of inspired you to start your business? Sure. Um, so I um, live in Boston and I came up through the ad agency scene and I worked in, um, you know, very much a scenario like if you've seen the the TV show Mad Men, mm-hmm. um, modern day, of course. But, um, you know, I did that for 15 or maybe even closer to 20 years. Um, I worked in the best ad agencies, communication, consulting, design agencies, all that sort of, um, you know, those great places where you worked really, really hard and you played really, really hard. And it was a blast, um, but not something that was sustainable for me as I started to um, raise a family. So I ended up at graduate school and I um, met, I had a a happenstance introduction uh, right around the same time as a milestone birthday. And Mm -hmm. I was like, I am going to take advantage of this trip. Um, I took a total leap in faith of where I ended up. And what I didn't realize was some of the biggest influencers in the online space were also at this same event. Um, I'm glad that I didn't know who they were. I probably would have been Mm -hmm. intimidated to go. Um, But I was in Asheville, North Carolina with them for about five days where it just rained and rained and rained. And we got to know each other really well. And at the end of the trip, um, one of them offered me a, a job. Um, and I said, sure, I'm coming out of graduate school, um, not looking to go back to my former life. And that was the beginning of my introduction to the online space. And um, it's been fabulous ever since. So, um, yeah, that's how I did it. it was that's amazing. We actually have a similar beginning. I also started in the ad world. I started in working at Leo Burnett. So, ah, yes. Yeah. So I kind of got a similar uh, start to my career as well. Well, tell me a little bit about. Um, So you, I mean, you kind of briefly mentioned um, how you're taking people from being the C ever, like the everything officer, right? Or the chief everything officer. Tell me a little bit more about that and why it's important for people or entrepreneurs to step more into the executive officer instead of the everything officer. Sure. So inevitably, I think what happens at some point is a business start stops being a passion project Mm -hmm. and really becomes like a real business where you need to not only lead with the thing that you're so passionate about, which is the reason that you started that business, but you also have to understand how to run that business. Mm -hmm. And there's a, there's a tipping point at which all of a sudden 
you know, the business really is craving having mission, having values, um, needing that, um, you know, cheerleader out front, um, that person that's drawing, drawing in um, the business. And, you know, you're only one person and you can't be doing the emails and worrying about if the social media accounts are updated and, you know, writing that blog post and all of those things. You really have to think about where's your time best spent um, and how am I going to scale this business? And and when I say scale, that doesn't necessarily mean into something bigger than you want it to be. Um, but, there just becomes multiple hats to wear and the most effective way to avoid the burnout um, to really grow the business is to step out in front of it rather be rather than be smack in the middle. That makes total sense. Um, is there a specific process that you take your clients through when you work with them? Yeah. Um, so generally, and this sounds mm -hmm. kind of silly, but it's what I do with most of my CEOs. We write their job description. Um, and, um, that is based on, you know, we start with all of the things that they are doing. Um, we pull out the things that they should be doing, the things that they need to be doing. Cause there are certain things, you know, um, signing the taxes or filing the forms with the accountants, like that aren't fun, but that, you know, they have to be done. <laughs> they have to be done. Right. Um, and then we look at the big pile of things that are, that are left. And we say, what are we going to do with these things? Um, and I think oftentimes, um, CEOs and, and really anyone don't realize how many different things they're juggling um, and probably doing half as well as they should be and or they don't have the expertise to be doing in the first place. Right. That makes sense. Is there a specific moment that somebody would say, OK, I'm ready to um, step into this more of that CEO sort of role? Or do you think that this is something that people should be doing from the moment that they start their businesses? I think it's something to be mindful of. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think there's something to be said for the hustle culture and, you know, work harder and all of that sort of thing. But I also think it's really important to pause and say, when is work not fun anymore? And when you can say showing up to do this isn't fun, you're already past the point, in my opinion, of needing help. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Absolutely. What, in, like, who is your ideal client? Who are the people that you love working with the most? I love working with um, thoughtful um, six and seven figure female entrepreneurs that really are passionate about their industry and their expertise. They mm -hmm. don't need to know how all of the things are going to work, um, but that they have a clear voice and a clear stance on the problem that they're trying to solve and the, the positive impact that they're trying to make. I love that. Well, tell me a little bit about how you personally approach branding and messaging for your own business and what type of impact it's had on your own success. Like how, what was your branding journey like? Yeah. You know, I think that's such an interesting question for me because I've now had like 25 or 30 years only working in branding and in marketing. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I think earlier in my career, I had a lot of insecurity about, um, you know, you're supposed to write a sales page this way, or you're supposed to write your right. bio that way. Um, and I have to say the more, the longer that I do this, the longer that I just feel strongly, the branding is just, a, has to be a personal, you know, reflection of, of who you are. Mm -hmm. Um, my, you know, if you're on my email list, you know that my style is very casual. Um, I make it a point um, every Sunday I, I sit and I write my emails and it's, it's whatever comes for me. It's how I speak. 
Um, I have gotten pieces of content from my team and I'm like, I would never, I would never say that I'm, I'm personally, mm-hmm. um, not real interested in doing the things that we should be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to be doing the things that feel good because when they feel good, then I do more of them. And that's, that's where I'm getting the synergy for growing my business. And I feel that all business owners should do the same. Um, it's not about being a voice out there. It's not about pretending to be someone that you're not. Um, it's about, you know, what colors inspire you, what colors represent who you are. Mm -hmm. Um, as, as we're recording this, I'm literally looking at the fact that my shirt matches my curtain. Um, (laughs) But I say that because that's who, that is who I am. Mm -hmm. And that wasn't some kind of a branding move. That's because those are the brands that reflect my life. And that's how I want to show up. And I I think that others should show up the same. I love that. That's so true. I think that, you know, the way that I tend to approach branding is very similarly about really bringing out who you are, because at the end of the day, that's what's going to actually connect with your audience and trying to fit into what's supposed to be professional or what's supposed to be like, oh, this is the authoritative, like the thing that the authority would do or whatever is only going to keep you farther away from who your people are, because there's always going to be a disconnect between, well, this kind of fake persona and who you really are. So um, that's kind of how I view it as well. And it's all about elevating who you are and your message and how you approach marketing and how you approach your business and and really connecting to your people. So I love that. Um, Okay. So tell me any big lessons or small lessons that you've learned along the way that you kind of wish you had learned a little bit earlier in your own business journey. (laughs) Yeah. um, You know, I wish I had committed to doing hard things sooner. Mm -hmm. Not, not that I couldn't do hard things, but I did hard things in my, in my own lane. And what I figured out is oftentimes, you know, like you're in the middle of a critical launch or something and like the team member goes missing or um, you just wish you knew how to do this thing because you had some extra time over the weekend. Um, These are things that I have come to realize are actually not that hard. Not Mm -hmm. that I should always be doing them, but to really open myself up and be curious about the environments that I'm in um, to figure figure out, um, you know, how I want to integrate them into my business, if at all. Um, the other thing which I did well um, is, and I, it's not so much a lesson learned, mm-hmm. um, but something that I stand by is just to always keep in motion. Um, whether it's big steps or small steps, as long as you're in mo- in motion, you're building momentum. You know, you're knocking away at those things that need to be done, and that's just even when I have those most daunting tasks, the thing that yeah. get me going. I love that. Is there anything that you feel like? Um, most entrepreneurs think that they should be doing that they really shouldn't be doing. I don't, I I hope that that question makes sense, but you know, sometimes we think like, oh, these are the things that I need to focus on. And in reality, there's this other thing that is really where your attention should be focused on more than anything else. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, I think I have two answers to that question. Mm -hmm. One is make it a point every day to figure out what your rocks are, the things that have to get done. Mm -hmm. Um, All of the smaller tasks will consume hours upon hours upon hours, and they won't move your business forward. Mm -hmm. Um, So really to keep a keen eye on, on what has to get done. Um, And then the other thing is, um, you know, most entrepreneurs feel like they need to do everything. 
And I would also argue that that's not the case. Do the things that bring you joy, do the things that you do really well, and then figure out if everything else is critical to your business and get someone to help you or just put it aside. Um, You know, if social media isn't your thing or blog writing isn't your thing or um, whatever your things are not, um, I wouldn't spend your time there. I love that. That's so true. Okay. So this is kind of one of the last questions that I like to ask people. And it's kind of like a shift um, in gears, but I think it's really important because as you've probably learned by now, uh, I feel like entrepreneurship is quite a roller coaster. So I'm curious to know or learn how personal or what role personal development has played in your own business or entrepreneurial journey um, and how you personally prioritize it in your life and in your business. (laughs) Yeah. So I think um, personal and professional alignment is key Mm -hmm. for me and also everyone that is on my team. So I I can't say enough about that. Um, I have become incredibly selective about the Um, professional development that I take on. I Mm -hmm. think there is a lot of smoke and mirrors out there. I think most everything is Googleable. I prefer to take on um, smaller activities or very um, finely curated, um, you know, live opportunities or coaching opportunities when I see appropriate. Um, I've had some not so great experiences with some of the bigger programs. Um, and I'd rather just, um, you know, really work with individuals and at events that really um, align with who I am. Um, and that's how I, I feel that I grow the most as an individual and as a professional. I love that. Do you have any mindset practices that you focus on in your life as well? Um, I definitely, one of my core values is to live with curiosity. Mm-hmm. Um, and so anytime there, I have a kind of a blocker of like, why am I not doing this thing? I really focus on the why. Um, and it's for most, most times when I can figure out what the why is that immediately just knocks that hurdle down and I just get right through it. I love that. Well, I've loved having you here, Daniel. Is there anything that you want um, people to, or where they can find you or anything that you want to share with my audience today? Uh, Sure. So Instagram is a great place to connect with me. I'm Mm -hmm. at Danielle underscore C underscore Levy. Um, I love getting DMs. I return them all. I'm, I so firmly believe in the community that has supported me, that has cheered me on. Um, I am happy to do the same um, for anyone else needing a hand, needing a suggestion. I just really think it takes a village. Absolutely. I love that. Well, thank you so much for being here. It's been amazing meeting you and learning more from you. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. I'll see you all next time. Bye. Gracias for listening to today's episode of the Breakthrough Brand Show. To listen to more episodes or to be featured as a guest, go to fabipaulini.com slash podcast for more details. Can I ask you for something? If you got value out of this episode, would you share it on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or just post it online. If you know somebody that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let me know about the show and include the hashtag Breakthrough Brand Show. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We're regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure that you don't miss any episode, go ahead and subscribe right now. Your thumbs up, rating, amor, love, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean so much to me and my team. 
Want to know more? Go to our website, FabiPaulini.com, or follow me everywhere as Fabi Paulini. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you next time. Con amor, Fabi.